Hi, this is Michael Sky. Welcome to another edition of Ronin Radio. I, Michael Sky, I'm here with Hans Komain in the south of Brazil. And today we have a fun conversation about the privileges, the advantages, the positive benefits of the male ego, which gets often nothing but a bad rap these days. We share stories from our personal lives. And then we segue to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement and a position-based ego versus a stand-based ego. Yes, winter is here. Winter is not just coming, winter is here. So Hans and I have been in, uh, look at you trying to look better. It's hopeless, man. It's hopeless. <laughs> what if I do this? <laughs> the, uh, you, you look great, man. You look fantastic. <laughs> I, I see. I, I know I have to compliment him and feed his ego or he won't, uh, stop. Stop. Is it okay? Do you want to, you need another. My love stroke. language is words of affirmation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that and, uh, looking in the mirror. That's how you self-affirm. <laughs> yeah, it's for you. Uh, so Hans and I have been here in uh, south of Brazil on this island by the beach for um, I fixed this one's uh, straight over here. Three and a half months. Not quite. It's uh, it's more like three months and <laughs> and one week. Eleven days. Three months and no, ten days. Three months and ten days. I stand so, corrected. My, I stand corrected. My male ego is <laughs> bigger and better than your male ego. It's certainly bigger. <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> All right. Um, you know what they say, the bigger the ego, the smaller the... Uh, <laughs> but we have a great topic today. That's why we talk about it this way too. The, the ego has always a bad reputation these days these days i don't think in the past you know in ancient generations when there were kings and warriors and vikings and whatever you know you want a strong male ego yes back, back in the days obviously we live in different times now and uh in civilized society there are uh i think in life isn't just about survival for 20 to 40 years it's uh it's about a lot of other things. Yeah. But anyway, this topic came up. You and I, we, oh, yes, we both situation. woke up at 4 a.m. this morning. And this is about two hour, two and a half hours before we intend to get up. And we woke up because there's howling winds outside. The, the cold front is coming in. And uh, both of us, you know, this past 10 days, we've been enjoying just paradise weather. Just amazing, incredible hot days, warm mornings, perfect seas and sunrises. And, you know, our first, there, there was a spell of time there for about a month and a half where a lot of those mornings out there were stormy, were cold, the, the water was cold, the water was rough, and uh, it was uh, not pleasant. It was looking like it was only going to get worse. And then, the, like, a warm front came in, and the seas got calm, and uh, it's almost like, the, what winter, you know? But now that uh, winter officially started with the 21st, that was about four days ago. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's looking like... Uh, shit. It might be coming. But we've been talking about maybe changing up our morning rituals. Yes. Like I just look forward to this, this horizon of like 
darker and darker mornings, colder and colder, gray. And uh, so already the seeds of like, I don't know how long I want to continue the same morning ritual. Maybe it's time for a change up. And then wake up at 4 a.m., the winds are howling. And it's like the alarm comes. I hear you get up. I was like, all right, all right, okay, we're going. <laughs> and uh, so I come down already begrudgingly. <laughs> and uh, we head out to the, the ocean. And we get out there and it's like... As we do every morning. It's a wake-up ritual. When you step out of the jungle, the wind, when there's wind, the wind really hits you when you get out of the jungle. Yes. And you, you came out of the jungle. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. And Michael goes, but it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, he says, oh, fuck, like a sissy, <laughs> like a little bitch. And uh, so anyway, we get out there. No, 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 no. Back up, back up, you know. We're already planning since yesterday. Fuck, it's going to get cold, you know. And uh, what, I, what, what, what is great is whenever I, whenever, whenever you say something that could like diminish doing the rituals, you know. I come back and says, no, fuck it, we're doing it. Or when I go, like yesterday evening, I say, well, it's going to be cold. And Michael goes, be bold. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, we're trying to, we're trying to find a partner, you know, like, but the other doesn't in, give in, in, in our, in our victimhood or in <laughs> yes, our, yes, like yes. the, 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 the whiner within wants to seek allyship yes you know i want an ally in my victimhood but uh it's always met by the other as you you know but that's that's great because i think that's what that's what we are wow and that's maybe where the ego feeds the uh, the alliance is where friends would would maybe like seek comfort with each other and give each other comfort that but i i feel like we have an an opposite dynamic which is driven by ego and like we don't want to be, we don't want to be the weakest link. <laughs> well, I think that's what you have in any kind of normal brotherhood. You know, like there's a there's a lot of guys today that I feel are really wounded around brotherhood and fathers and all of this, and they don't really know how to be around men. In any in any group of men, there is that battling for dominance, and yes. you know that that that. Most of it, good nature, just yes. banter and wrestling and uh, uh, taking the piss. So I, I come to you yesterday and I say, it's going to be cold. And you say, be bold. So we get out in the morning. We go to the sea. Okay. <laughs> we look at the sea. Michael says, fuck, I think with my shoulder, I can... <laughs> That, that part was a joke. That was that intentional, part. you know? I know. I shouldn't get in the water. <laughs> and I go, I don't think I'm going in the sea at all. <laughs> I don't need an excuse. It's just, it's too cold. And I started going with you. I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe it's time to change it up, you know? We, yes. can, we can reinvent our rituals during, reinvent the during, rituals later on during our morning integration ritual. And uh, As you're making your then, stand. Then you make your stand. I make my stand. As I'm, as I'm making my stand. I'm feeling... Fuck, it would be heroic if I go in, <laughs> you know, that would be epic, you know. And I say, I think I'm going to go in. <laughs> and I start like unzipping, really, and I, I undo my hoodie and I feel the cold winds, really, it was really cold. And I start zipping it back up. I say, oh no, I don't think so, you know, <laughs> I don't think so. And then Michael says, wow, I don't know what you said. 
I just started I taking out my clothes. I think that's a challenge. Yeah. I'm going in. Okay. <laughs> There's no way he's getting in the water. This little bitch-ass European punk is getting in the water. And I'm sitting on the, the ocean looking at him. No way. So, so we both... Uh, so we challenge Hans, each other. Hans takes off to the water. You know, as you... Uh, I think I had more clothes to take off or something, but... As I was coming down to the beach, I looked at your footprints in the sand, and I just thought to myself, like, like imagine I'm following these footprints into the sea, and the like, he never comes out, and that's the last that we see of him is his footprints oh. into the sea. Because <laughs> <laughs> the sea was wild that day, my friends. <laughs> yeah, the the sea was like, well, it was cold, but it was like had a really strong toe. Yeah, uh, going down the beach, and. Um, there's been many mornings out there in that ocean. I've thought I could die today. Oh yeah, this there's, is a. There's been many really. Uh, no, for sure. If you go too deep, or you, you get swept yeah. by the current, you get, yeah. you're less vigilant than me in that. I did some surfing in the past. Oh, I'm explaining it. Well, now. my male ego. Yes. Even with myself, if I start to feel like oh I'm being a little bitch, then I gotta push myself. And there's obviously there's a danger in that. I mean, I busted. Well, what do you mean you can't jump out of this plane without a parachute? Don't be a little bitch, okay? <laughs> it's kind of like that. <laughs> it puts me, it has me putting myself in danger and taking risk. Sometimes not so smart, mm. but many times I wouldn't have done it otherwise. Yes. Some of my greatest adventures and achievements and all of this. Well, this morning because of that, I felt bad, and now we've been in the sea. You know, the, the walk back was even worse because then you had the wind. That was the worst, actually. You know, and that's you great. You walked back? Yeah, I turned around. I saw you walking back. No, I, r- I ran. And I, then I, I helped. I, no, I saw you walking in the sand through the dunes. I and turned around. I, helped, I saw you walking. And then I helped the neighbor start his car. I pushed the car. I called for Michael Sky. It wasn't anywhere except probably in the house in front of the fire. No, I was in a hot shower. <laughs> I pushed hot naked with, with my, just my Speedo. I pushed that car so he could go to work. I helped the neighbor. So I did that too. I don't know what you did. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, so the so. male ego made it that we feel challenged. And we did that, what we would normally not do. And, yeah, it's, and it, it was a great be, thing. It can be easy to back out of something. It was a great know, thing. If you don't have a brother and ally to push you. And, uh, you know, these days the, the male ego gets a terrible rap. It gets a terrible rap. And, you know, I think of uh, my young nephews. And um, my one of my nephews was raised the first several years of his life without a father figure. Just my sister, who's really sweet, loving, caring, and she gives all the extra care, you know, like like a normal mother would mm-hmm. do, you know. And he doesn't have any of that kind of father presence of, oh, you'll be okay, pick yourself up, go out, yeah, you can do it. You know, it's two different kind of energies, so he doesn't have that balance. Yeah. And he's he's over relied for a lot of his life. I feel on, you know, that that sense of like. I'm not fully okay to go out there and conquer the world. Mm. I kind of need some some mm. loving and some mothering and stuff like this. And uh, what's really cool, though, is on the last few times I've seen him on these family calls we've been doing, 
since the family reunion, and I, and I have a guess of what happened to the family reunion, but since the family reunion, he's been uh, talking shit back to me. He's been really confident, like telling stories. He's been like, it's a, I haven't seen him like, he's like 15. Right. And uh, the, that age, you know, 13 to 15 is always kind of really difficult anyway, because you're trying to find your, who, who you are, you know. And uh, I imagine what happened at the family reunion, because my younger brother is, he's like me, you know, constantly talking shit, constantly challenging, battling. And my dad's the same way. So you get in that environment, you know, and it's like, uh, it's like the pack of dogs. You put the, you, you put the dog that doesn't know how to right. be a dog in with the pack of dogs and then it starts finding its way and it's okay. Yeah. I think it's, I'm just thinking of my, yeah. I always talk of my darker side also as being very competitive. You know, my dog is, is a lot to do with it, but man, has it brought me beautiful things in life, you know, that like want to win. Like I, that, my, my father who taught me how to win, you know, and that it was a good thing. Yes. And I've always had the competitive spirit yes. and it has brought me great things. I want to be the best at racing my bike, at seducing women, at whatever, you know. And it's a great thing, you know. It comes with bad things also, but it's a beautiful thing to want to be the best, to want to be perceived as the best, yeah, to want to I mean, beat the others. It, look, even though you're terrible at all those things, <laughs> you still believe you're the best. And that's that's worth something. That's worth something. No it, shit. It, like, for example, I don't believe at all what he says. It now. prevents the shame <laughs> and the guilt. You know, there was, uh, I remember seeing a funny video about, uh, it, on YouTube, it was like 10, 12 years ago. And it was like talking, it was, it was like a critique on American culture, uh -huh. American society. And it's like the rankings around the for different countries around the world in math in in, in all these kind of different uh levels of uh intellectual ability and, and and or schooling or whatever and then like and america was like far down the list like on all of these things like we're really failing in a lot of ways and then the next criteria is confidence and america is like number one and the and the image the the video going along with it is this American boy on the on uh, like a, a roof of his house on a bicycle? He goes down <laughs> the roof and off a jump, and he's trying to land on the roof of the neighboring house. He goes off the jump with complete confidence, <laughs> smack into the side of the other house, the wall of the other house, and falls down. <laughs> but confidence, you know, <laughs> this guy. So, I got this wave. Don't worry. Bam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it was a wake up call getting that other shoulder injured after this one was injured <laughs> a year ago, driving a scooter, an electric scooter in Austin, like a bat out of hell, going the wrong way on a busy street. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's what greatness has come from that. Besides you informing me every day, my shoulder is getting better. That's some great stories, man. <laughs> my That's shoulder is getting stories. better. It's fine. I think it's finally healed. Bam! The other one. <laughs> you know, like a lot of my adventures into the into the unknown, unknown lands, and unknown mm. arenas of life mm. came from saying, "Just fuck it." You yes. Know? And just here I go. You know. You know that's that's what the ego can do. The ego can. I think the ego. What the ego can do is when we see. Comfort, you know, there's the comfort that we could choose and there's adventure that we could choose, you know, and the ego is the thing that says, let's do it. 
That's the thing that gets you out of that comfort zone, which is needed. Well, it's one thing that can do yes. it. I don't think it's the only thing. No, thing. but yeah. to be challenged is one of the ways that can get yes. you there. You yes. Know? Fuck, that's great. You know, or the, or the, you know, I want to get that woman. I want to do it for her. I'm building the fucking Taj Mahal. You yeah. know? No, no, no. I want to make it bigger. You know, that kind of thing. Yes. It's great what it does. You know, I would love to read the quote, but it's on, hmm, it's on my phone, so I can't read it now. Written by a, a great man on the uh, way of honor in the land of women. Thank you. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? There's some other man. Read there someone else's quote. Hey, man, it's from uh, the guy who wrote uh, "Into the Wild." It's about adventure. It, can you pull up Facebook on your computer or not? No, let's not do it on this one. All right. Yeah, we get the idea. Though. I'll it's read a it great quote <laughs> by a great man. So, yeah, you know, the, the male ego takes a, a bad rap these days, but, you know, it's... Uh... It has incredible penetrative force, and it's needed for a society to go forward. It's needed for a human being to keep going forward, you know? It's, it's so important to have that power, and the ego can get you there. I, I want to push back on that it's needed, but I think it's very useful mm. and if and if like especially if that's all you got or it's like yeah it just it, the, the thing i want to say is that it always takes a bad rap these days you know but there's many like there's many great things we have in this world that are a result of the male ego yes many like you know from things like computers and like all sorts of things that we have yes so <laughs> Yeah. Aren't we blessed? I feel so blessed with my ego. Yes, well. <laughs> and I suffer, you know. I take the I have to live Man, with his male ego every day. If you were me, you would be vain as well. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> if I was you, I'd just kill myself. I just I just no. finish it. Right there. This is you thinking about being me. But if you were Let's me, talk about let's talk about I'm gonna, I wanna make a segue that and I'm gonna try to wrap it all in here. <laughs> And that is this, what you see going on right now with the Black Lives Matter movement. <clears throat> okay. Um, and like this morning, you know, I was up at four in the, in the morning and I started watching some of what's going on. And I, I saw like, I think it was in Washington, D.C., this, this group. And, and they were mostly uh, white people marching down the street and they march into a restaurant that's mostly white people people as well, just enjoy, enjoying a, a nice expensive dinner, you know, and they're all doing their chance the call and response and all that kind of stuff. The what? Call and response. It's a black thing. You, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. So white people are yelling what? Call and response? Call and response. It's like someone calls out something and then ah, the group okay, responds. Okay, okay. But they're white, white people doing this. Mostly. Yes. Okay. Yes. That kind of thing. We are having dinner now. White people suck. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> they're, they're doing, they're singing as if they're black or what? I'm really trying to understand what's going on. No, no, but it's just their chance about what's going on in the world, what oh, okay. they're you know, fighting for and all this sort of thing. So, um, and at the end, and there's like, okay, now there's huge social pressure, right? They, they want everyone in the right, and, and this is a bit of a threat, right? These people are enjoying a normal dinner and it, and it, the, the place fills up with loud chanting people who won't go away and 
<coughs> they're protesting against people. The implication, the, and the implication is that people's people, uh, you know, the country's racist. People are dying, yes. and they want everyone in the restaurant to put their fists in the air and declare solidarity, you know, with the movement. But there's very much an implied threat there. That now, this is nothing like what I've seen uh, over the past few years in some different campus uh, situations on campus where there's a very, very high level of like aggression in those and threat in those kind of situations. And this stuff is playing out and it's not going away. And, it, and okay, I want to tie this back in the, in the I'm, ego, I'm, okay? <laughs> but because I make a distinction between, and we use some, some conceptual terms here, but the positionary ego and the stand-based ego. Okay, so a position-based ego and a stand-based ego. And the position-based ego, this is what we normally think of like the ego. It's like, I'm better, this is true, this isn't true. It's like that kind of like all-knowing, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in the right mm-hmm. and I'm above. And uh, whereas the stand-based ego is, is it, it's, the one is about pride, the position-based ego. The other one's about honor, which is like, in the face of all this, I stand for this. Uh-huh. And it's, it's fueled by honor. So... And so, what's going on with a lot of the, this, this cultural, the culture war in the States, as I see it, is um, the Black Lives Matter movement, by and large, is trying to, there's a large part of it that's trying to pressure uh, the rest of society who's not yet aligned with them to take their position to agree with all their conclusions and judgments about who and what is right and wrong, what the solution is, what it's not, and who's evil, who's not, all these things. Um, and they're viewing anyone who opposes them as the enemy, as evil. Now, this isn't just about Black Lives Matter and how they're wrong or anything. This is what human beings do when we take sides inside of like a divorce. So or, if you don't, if you don't, position yourself with Black Lives Matter, then you're a racist. If you're not 100% with us and agreeing and complying to everything that we say, then you are racist, you are the enemy. That's uh-huh. kind of the, the orientation. So if, if, you, if you were to stand up in that situation for, hey, I want to eat my meal here quietly, then you're a racist. Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> no, really, really. Yeah, that's how it would be taken. Wow. You're not standing in solidarity and they look at you and your privilege. You can just eat in this restaurant and whatever. The implication is if you don't 100% submit, you are racist. And this, this, if this is don't... not going to go away like this. This is going to escalate. This is where I think that I was thinking this morning, like, like this is where I could be of service with my work. You know, but um, they're also going to have trouble winning true allies to their side because yes you'll get a lot of people complying and submitting yes. but are they really standing with you so you what you're trying what 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 you see is happening is that the movement is so pervasive that they're trying to have submit people to their position and it comes at the cost of people really standing with them it comes at the cost of a lot of things yeah but uh And it's, it's not about it being so pervasive, but it's, it's, you know, now underneath every position is a stand. They're standing for something. Mm-hmm. So what if everyone could stand with them? Like if that's the true objective, everyone's standing with them, 
there's better ways to do it, mm-hmm. I believe. Well, yeah. Well, but and I think they, what they, they, what they're going to get is they're going to get opposition. They're yes. going to create more opposition.